Welcome back, everyone. This is Gameplay. I'm your host, Matthew Cause. It's been a little while since senior betting analyst at Covers.com, Andrew Cayley, is joining the show right now. Andrew, good afternoon. Thanks for being part of the show. Thanks for having me back, Matthew. It was a good little break there with the World Cup, but That's happy right. to come back and uh, talk some more betting with you. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I'll just get this in on the front end, because usually when you come on, we talk more basketball, NFL, Blue Jays. We might do a little college uh, a little college football. But for everyone listening, I'm going the opposite of Al's brother. Uh, the Leafs are taking on Tampa tonight, and I have a very simple rule that paid very well last year. Um, whenever the Leafs play the Lightning, if Andre Vasilevsky is a net, and if the Lightning are an underdog, I'm taking the money. They, on FanDuel, they're plus 115. I bet $18.47 because I like round numbers because I'm a dummy. Uh, and that can pay me 21 bucks and 24 cents. Andrew, I don't know if you have any thoughts. That's my philosophy on when Leafs take on Tampa um, or we can just move on to the crazy NFL. I'll just say that maybe since the Leafs are favored, we wait for them to get to, to get the lead score first mm. and to get even more value oh. when we live bet Tampa Bay I when love they inevitably it. come back and win the game. Oh, I love it. Yes, absolutely. My my girlfriend, she's a flight attendant, so I'm just sitting at home watching the game tonight. So uh, I will be if if Nylander scores a couple early on, I'll be putting another odd numbered uh, bet on the Lightning. And again, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, but again, just my philosophy. So let's let's start with this with the Raptors. They and again, I recognize they've turned they turned it around last year and it's the same coach, the same Masai, same player. So no one is panicking, but everyone's bummed out. The Raptors used to be a team that we could trust from a betting perspective. Um, now the over for wins feels like forever away. I'm curious, Andrew, from a betting perspective, how you view the Raptors. Uh, they're incredibly frustrating to, to back as a better right now because you can't really get a read for them. Uh, well, well, now like, you have been able to the last couple of weeks. They've just been awful, so you've just been able to fade them. Um, they, they've struggled to cover spreads on the road, obviously just three wins on the road this year. So there's something to do with them playing with home. That gives them a, a little bit of a boost. Um, obviously the shooting hasn't been there for a couple of the guys like like uh, Fred Van Vliet and Gary haven't shot the ball as well as they did last year. Um, Scotty looks like he's not taking that next step in his development. Some could even say he's taking a little bit of a step back. I wonder if he's he's a little his ankle isn't as healed as people would let on just because I see too many guys blowing by him when last year it seemed yeah. like nobody nobody could get past him. It didn't matter if it was Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving or anybody. He was just in, kept everybody in front of him. And when they did get by, he was like forcing bad shots at the rim. And it, that's just not the guy we're seeing this year. Um, the, the, I would say from a betting perspective, look at Pascal Siakam props. And that's, and that's about it right now because he's the only guy you can trust on that team right now. That and OG Ananobi steals. Go, go bet the over one and a half OG Ananobi steals every night until he gets traded. Hopefully he doesn't. I don't want them to trade him, but rumors swirling with OG right now at he's uh he's been a real force at the defensive end this year while balancing his two way game as well, but he's been cashing that over one and a half steals almost on a nightly basis. It's been really, really impressive. I love it. So yeah, uh, avoid the team. Stick with some of stick with some of the players if you're going to be placing any bet on the Raptors. All right, let's go to the NFL. We're going to play a game called Who Do You Trust? 
So I'm going to give you two. The Packers, they beat the Rams last night in a game hopefully no one watched again unless you're a hardcore fan or you had money on it. Who do you trust more, the 8-5-1 New York Giants or the 6-8 Green Bay Packers? I, I I hate to say it because you've been a little bit of a pessimist. You know the answer. Year. You know the answer, Andrew. <laughs> I trust the Giants more. What? No. I just I just do I just don't trust what I see with the Green Bay Packers right now. I don't believe in Matt Lafleur and that offense right now. The way Aaron Rodgers is playing, sure they beat uh, a Rams team last night that no was started by a Baker Mayfield that literally nobody wants on their team right now. Uh, I know lots of injuries for the Packers right now as well. As long as the Giants defense um, keeps playing the way it has the last couple of weeks and Daniel Jones just has to not screw things up. He's in that let's not screw things up mode, hand the ball off to Saquon Barkley, um, let Kayvon Thibodeau and that defense do its thing, and, and that's the more trustworthy unit. The Packers defense has too many oh, question marks right now. Stop it with that music right now. If the, if the officials on Sunday night or a C-minus, Washington wins that game. And then you're <laughs> a completely different approach. Well, it is, they still had to run that play, so you're not yeah. you're, you're not a hundred percent right on that one yet. All right, Andrew Cayley, see your betting analysts <laughs> Okay, this one's even harder because there's four options. Okay, which seven and seven team do you trust more? And this can be from a football perspective or a betting perspective, however you want to do it. The Patriots, the Jets, the Seahawks, and the Lions. All four of those teams are seven and seven. Uh, I would trust the Jets most if Mike White was healthy, so there's an asterisk there. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to go with the Lions just because of the way that offense has played over the last four to six weeks. It's been really impressive stuff from there. The defense has taken a step forward over the last month as well. Aiden Hutchison has looked like a terrific pick for them. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll say the Jets right now because that Jets defense is – is really really good and this is another like if Mike White can just not screw things up or if he's healthy of course because I think Zach Wilson will screw things up because I just don't know if he's he's mature enough to make the proper decisions at this point in his in his football career but uh, yeah I, I think there's probably still uh, some betting value with the Lions I, I'm not huge on the pass because of Another quarterback situation. I just don't think Mac Jones is it. He's he's got too much, too many flaws in his game. And the Seahawks, it's it's hard to trust a team that uh, has to win shootouts all the time. Wildest moment for you from a betting perspective? You had the Vikings. We talked earlier. You mentioned uh, about uh, live betting if uh, the Lightning go down one or two to the Leafs. Well, you could have gotten the Vikings at 55-1 to 1 to win um, on the uh, FanDuel in-game. You had Brady, who was 89-0 and 0 in games where he led by at least 17 points, losing to the Bengals. You got the Raiders with that ridiculous walk-off win over the Pats. And somehow Houston and Kansas City were in overtime, despite the fact Mahomes had just five incompletions and KC had 300 more yards of offense. It, like, I mean, that right there is just a puzzle I can't figure out. Those were four wild moments from this last weekend. From a betting perspective, what was the craziest one for you? I, I can't say the first one because 
of Matt Ryan being involved and twenty eight to three. So so that one gets chopped off right away. I think it's the I think it's the the Raiders walk off because it's just something I've never seen before in a football game where the guy gets intercepted on his lateral. Um, it, it it's allows the Raiders to cover the two-and-a-half-point spread where it felt like maybe the the Patriots were going to cover that game. Uh, it, it, the Patriots' money line betters are obviously just crushed in that instance as well. That's a big one. The, the Mahomes thing is really interesting, too. I, I, I couldn't understand that at all. He completed 20 straight passes in that game or something like yeah. that, and, no, and nobody's talking about it. Uh, but I, I think it's the I think it's the interception. I think from from a betting and football perspective, it's the interception because of the impact it has on the spread and just I, that I'd never seen anything like that before in a football game. Before we let you go, Andrew, up here north of the border, um, people are usually a little more lukewarm when it comes to college football. But if they put down ten bucks, maybe they'd be a little more interested. Today we've got the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, and then my favorite bowl that I always watched with my grandfather when I was a small child, and we would gather around the TV set, the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Oh, I remember watching that in the early '80s with a homemade bowl of chili. Um, can you give any thoughts, or is there any? Is there a bet you would tell people? Hey, throw down five bucks and just gather the kids to watch Liberty versus Toledo? Uh, so for the Idaho Potato Bowl, we're going with Eastern Michigan plus four and a half. Um, these are just two teams trending in different directions. The Eagles are 5-1-1 one, and one against the spread in their last seven games, and they have a really good pass defense. Uh, San Diego, uh, sorry, not San Diego, San Jose State's quarterback uh, Chevin Cordero is inconsistent, too many interceptions, so they'll frustrate them. And San Jose State, uh, 0-6 ATS in their last six overall. While in the Boca Raton one, we're going with Toledo, minus 3.5. Liberty is without its head coach, Hugh Freeze. He left for Auburn, so an interim coach, Colin, plays there. Uh, their ground game has also stole after their top uh, star running back got hurt. Uh, and the quarterback room has been riddled with injuries, so they're not, we're not really sure who's going to play quarterback in this game. Well, Toledo's defense ranks 22nd in opponent yards per play, and their dual-threat quarterback is now healthy. All right. I love it. A little a little advice to, to end this on the bowl season. Check out his work at Covers.com. It is a great site. I was using it today uh, to prep for the Leafs and Lightning game tonight. Thank you so much, as always, Andrew. Thanks for joining the show. Thanks. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to all your listeners as well. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you.